Hello, amazing parents and caretakers, and welcome to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I'm your family empowerment coach, Celia Kibler. I'm a mom of a blended family of five kids. I'm a grandma of nine kids, an author, a teacher, a speaker, and a consultant with over 40 years of training and real-life parenting experience. I'm here to offer you practical, doable tips, strategies, and techniques that will pump up your parenting skills and create peace, love, and laughter throughout your family. In addition, I'll be interviewing some great humans that are on a mission to make your life a better, happier, and healthier life. So let's not waste any time and get started with the next episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I have a great show for you today because I not only have June Acres the author of Riley Madison books, but I have Riley Madison herself, the real live and in-person Riley Madison. And what's wonderful about this mother-daughter team is that they go in and write these books together. June is the expert author and writer. And Riley is like the artist, the illustrator. She does all the illustrations of these books that are loved all over the world. So I'm excited to talk to you guys. Ignore that alarm. You know how it is here on Pumped Up Parenting. We're not perfect. So ignore the alarm. Let's get started. June Riley, welcome to Pumped Up Parenting. Thank you so much for having us. I'm super happy to have you. And although, you know, the podcast is audio, I'm going to shoot this out, you know, in video too, so you guys can see their beautiful faces because they're beautiful and their little book cover that's on the wall. So let's talk a little bit about how this gets started. June, if you would tell uh, everyone listening how, what brought you to writing these books? Sure. Well, it happened uh, a while ago. Riley is now 15 years old, but she, well, she's almost 16. Her birthday is coming up in June. Yes. 16, that's she, a big year. It is a big year. Yes. So, uh, but when she was around seven years old, we had had a really rough day and one, and I just went to bed one night just in tears because we'd had a rough day. I had not made good choices as a mom. She had not made good choices as a kid. And uh, we just had, you know, I, and so I just went to bed crying and in tears and I was praying, you know, for guidance and God, I want to be a better mom. Help me help this little gift that you have given me. And I just remember as I was praying, I just felt like this peace come over me. And I just felt like God said, you, you know, not, not like an audible voice, but just in my heart, it was kind of like, you're going to make it. You have a lot to learn. Riley has a lot to learn. And then it was like, and one day you're going to write her story because other kids kids need what you guys are going to learn. And at that point, I, you know, as a school teacher and I had no intention of being an author and I was like, write her story. What, you know? And it was kind of like, God was like, not now, but someday what you've learned, other kids and families need to hear it. And so that someday has come and 
we just released the first book teaching um one of the superpowers that we've learned um that riley learned to use in elementary school and so the first superpower riley still uses it today adults use it um but the first superpower is making a list so the first riley madison book is um riley madison discovers the superpower of a list and so this whole these these books are series of the different superpowers that she and i learned to help her navigate elementary school um and learn how to focus and finish things because she she has a very overactive mind and we later on she was actually diagnosed with adhd and so we have had to learn a lot of skills to help her and she still uses those skills you know today not just you know learning them at seven years old she still applies them today i love that i love that and you know it's uh it's not by mistake that my tagline is because we're raising adults not children and what's that. great about these superpowers we all have gifts within us mm -hmm. but we also have abilities and tools and skills that we're able to master to make our lives better and when you're able to incorporate these things into your life like lists like schedules, like routines, things that really help us stay focused. And Riley, I'm right there with you. I'm like the queen of ADD. And I'll, I'll tell you how I discovered that one day. And but when we're able to really master these skills, our life is so much better. And then when we grow up and we become grownups, that's so much better because we've already learned to master it through our childhood. And Absolutely. It's, it's, you know, the fact that that's the superpowers you're highlighting in this book series, I, I love, I love that because Aww. it's tools, I the grown up that's reading the book with the child is going to also get benefits from it. That's because what, they'll, yes. they'll be like, <laughs> uh, well, duh, why didn't I think of that? You know, yes. we and, have definitely have that have had that with, with uh, when our friends have read it with their kids and they're like, I needed this book as a good reminder, you know, so absolutely. We even had one of my friends is a family therapist and uh, so she read the book and um, they're interested in using our book as um, possibly a supplement to some of their therapy classes for families because um, these books are great in helping families just sometimes families just need help just by getting on a good schedule. And so with these superpowers and the ones that are coming they're great supplements for families to read and figure out these schedules and you know these superpowers and uh, but she said june if kids have would learn these these superpowers as you call them at a young age i would she's actually a yeah, middle school and high school uh school therapist um and she does family counseling as well on the on the side but she said if they had learned these i would not have so many kids in my office still struggling if they had really learned these at an early age and continued to use them so she was she's very excited about you know the book and families absolutely. getting getting to hear these stories and our superpowers that we're sharing so. absolutely you know it's like i tell parents you need to be planting these seeds now you need to be planting the core values of your family you need to be plant you know planting behavior you know, preferences and actions. And, you know, you see these things on Facebook and they're like, you can't parent a child nowadays like they were parented, like you were parented. And that's so wrong. Yes, you can. 
all the things that we learned that I learned, you know, long ago, as my children say, when dinosaurs roamed the earth, <laughs> long ago, all those things about being polite, well-mannered, kind, staying on a schedule, keeping organized, things that we learned as children, children need today. Absolutely. You know, there's no, I'm sorry, there is no place for rude people in the world. And we have a lot of rude people going on. So yes. there are things we still need to teach. Yes, we have to like, you know, navigate other things like, you know, technology and, mm -hmm. and gaming and, uh, you know, all these other things that have brought to our attention, cyberbullying, things like that. But the yes. core values, the basics, the mm -hmm. life skills that they all need to learn, kids need to learn to be successful adults, they, they, they never go out of style. So right. I, I love still this. the same. Yeah. yeah. So, and when, and you know, like you're saying, all families, all kids need it. And I know we talked about Riley having ADHD um, and I too have ADD and, and I know um, that's a, a lot of kids have that, but after, you know, I'm a, a, I'm a elementary school teacher as well. And after working for years as an elementary school teacher, you know, I realized it's not just these little ones that have been diagnosed with ADHD or ADD all of them because children are so rambunctious and they're they're active and their little brains are just like squirrel 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 because they're you know they get, there's a little sponge just taking everything in and it there i was like you know what these skills these superpowers i use them in my classroom as a teacher they were very effective they are effective in our home as well but it was um, my other two sons haven't been diagnosed with adhd only riley has and um and well, actually, I take that back. I, I'm McGuire. sorry, McGuire, our third one, he just got sorry, he just got, had, got diagnosed with ADHD. But even our son that didn't have ADHD, it was so helpful for all of them, like whether you have it or not, like all kids really benefit from this, you know, from from these superpowers. And so that's why we haven't really targeted as an audience of just ADHD. Like my heart is this target is for all children and all families, because it's so learning these skills are just huge for everyone. Exactly. They're life skills we all need to learn. And and I guarantee you every entrepreneur out there has ADD and ADHD. You cannot oh, be an entrepreneur without it. If you are literally an entrepreneur, and I'm not talking about like a business manager or something, you're an entrepreneur. You have those thoughts going in your head a mile a minute. Oh, I should do this. I should do this. Yeah. I should do this. You know, I just had my business coach say, Celia, focus. We're gonna, yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I landed three new ideas on his lap. He's like, focus. Yeah. Because I need to do that all the time. I was going to tell you how I, I had ADD. So I was watching, and you can tell by my conversation and my podcast that clearly I do. I love it. <laughs> my, <laughs> I was watching Oprah one day, which I don't really watch anymore. And she had a show on adult ADD or ADHD. I don't remember which one it was. And she had a list of 10 things. This is how, and the doctor on, was on and he's like, this is how you know if you have ADD or ADHD or whatever they were talking about. And it was like, if you have like three out of these 10 things, you do. Oh, wow. I had every 10, like she would say something, they're like, <laughs> <Yeah, everyone. laughs> 
I consider it a gift because that's why I'm so good with kids. Because as you know, June, being a teacher, and I teach toddlers all the time in my funfit classes, they all have ADD. They have, they all, they're squirrel. There's, I yes. used to do my recordings in front of a window and I don't do it anymore because I'd be like, oh, the word. <laughs> That's I, now I just have a wall in front of me yeah. so that I can focus on the green light and the That's camera. Great. But, um, I love so it. So I to talk to you, Riley, and ask you, how do you feel about these books? When you're illustrating them, tell me about your art, your illustrations, and, and everything that you two are now accomplishing for the world. <laughs> Well, I think it's really cool just to be able to like share all the stuff we've learned and how to cope with, well, having ADHD and even just basic life skills. Because I even have friends now in high school who uh, they've started making a bunch of lists, like every single Monday or whatever, I'll make a list of all the works and stuff I have to do for school. And then throughout the week, whenever I get an assignment, I can add on to it. But my friends have started doing that too. And I'll hear them in the hallway, like reciting it in their head, just like out loud, I'm like your list. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> um, but like, it, it's useful for everyone. Um, it's great. I love it. Yeah. I especially love crossing off. Crossing off. Yes. Like, that's like, like, yes. Such a I good feeling. So yeah. And I have some. <laughs> I have some friends who will um they'll write another thing on the list and cross it off just to feel like they're being productive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, they'll like have their three things to do, but then <laughs> yeah, they'll like have their three things to do, and then they're like, "Well, I also studied for this test, so no. study for test, check Wait. done." No. You know, um, Wait, put on the list. I can cross it off. I, yep. I love it. We need, we need a list club. That yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we have a party once we all finish our list. Yeah. Yep. No, well, tell her about your art. Uh, as for the art, it's a lot of fun. I've always loved do doing art and doodling, mm -hmm. um, even if it's, you know, on the side of my math test. But um, I sometimes the teachers will even write notes. Well, this is good. I'm like, sorry, I didn't do the question five, you know. <laughs> um, too busy drawing. Sorry, ADD. Yeah, <laughs> but ADHD, ADHD. Reminder, These books were definitely a lot of fun. They were a challenge too, though, because I'm not. Uh, I've never really done a bunch of like drawings of people and kids, especially because getting like the face shape and stuff of kids is um, a little bit more difficult than in you know, basic art. Um, but I mean, I, again, I do love challenges and, uh, you know, what is it? Uh, challenging myself to do better and uh, improve. So, I mean, hopefully throughout the book series, uh, especially this next upcoming book, I'm hoping the art will and illustrations will get better. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's a lot of fun to, you know, help out with this. We have a lot of fun brainstorming. And um, so what I'll do is I'll write the story and then I'll let her read it. And then how we figure out what we're going to draw is I'll say, well, what did you see? What do you think little kids are going to want to see? Um, and so then that's um, the first book we did. Uh, it was kind of cool because this first book, we saw the same things. And, you know, what she saw is exactly what I had in mind. So I was like, OK, we, that's it. Then we're both seeing the same thing. So that's perfect. And then um, this one's been a little bit different. This new book that we're about to launch this summer has been 
a little different I've added so my um so the kids I was uh, listening to the kids and reviews they were like we want to see more art from Riley we love Riley's art so we're trying to so Riley's like okay mom we'll add some more art and um and so I've and we've added a lot more funny the kids because the books are humorous um I wanted like funny chapter books that taught you know a story I kind of I explained our books as like have you, you know, when you feed your kids spaghetti, but you hide vegetables in the sauce, you know, if your kids want to eat vegetables, you can like puree broccoli or something and put it in any kind of red sauce and your kids are going to eat vegetables without knowing it. So I'm like, it's kind of like that. My books are like that. They're funny books that um, they have cliffhangers where kids, when you get to the end of the chapter, the kids want to keep turning, which my friends who have been reading with their kids at night, they're like, June, your story is killing us. They don't want to go to bed. They're like, mom, what happens next? So um, that idea did that because being a school teacher you know I wanted one of the things you want to build up in children is their reading stamina and so I love the cliffhangers because it does make them want to keep reading and not put the book down because once you get a kid to fall in love with a book or a series a lot of times that can be the hook for them to love reading for the rest Absolutely. of their lives and so that's one reason why we did it that way but this one so this book the kids are like Miss June we love the funny stories but we want even more funny and then more pictures so we have made the second book coming out this summer um Riley Madison goes to camp and it has got a lot more funny in it and we're at Riley's adding a few more uh, you know pictures as well it's not a picture book it's like a it's similar to your Junie B Jones or Ramona books where they're chapter books but they have like some sketches or pictures on right. that you know so um so anyway so we've had a lot of fun but because there's so many more funny things I put in there Riley will be like well I like this funny and I was like well I was thinking this one funny I think you know so that's where we've kind of been like I don't know which one so just because there's been more stuff than just the one um in the right. Riley Madison the first one I kind of had one funny thing per chapter and now with this new book there's like two to multiple things yes. and then there have been times when I like come home from school and my mom's sitting on the couch like typing away and she's laughing at herself it's like I'm laughing at the joking. story not myself but yeah I'm laughing yeah. at the story she's writing <laughs> that's right laughter it really is the best medicine it's how Absolutely. I end every broadcast yeah oh yes yeah, but yeah we've had with the second one coming up I, I have had fun I mean and I do find myself laughing and giggling at the creative ideas that come in my head to write the scenes for these characters so um but yeah so we're excited we're just super excited about the Riley Madison series and so excited about the new superpower that we're going to share with everybody this summer that's coming out it's um the second one coming out is um about uh Riley learns how to manage time and so she learns some cool ways to help her keep track of time and um because a lot of times they call it kids have time blindness and so the second book is just some cool ideas to help your kids be aware you know of time as parents a lot of times we're like wait you have two minutes and a lot of times little kids are like well what is what is two minutes you know like they don't really even know time and um there's just you know a lot of times which I know you are wonderful and you know all this stuff because you coach parents all the time but like as parents sometimes we forget what kids really don't know like sometimes they're they're mentally and emotionally not even at a level that we try to push them to be at and time is definitely one of those um I think so this book has been really fun with just teaching Riley learns how to manage time and she sets timers and she learns how to um, use music and um, try to finish things within like certain like she has a playlist that she'll play in the mornings and um, to help her remember hey I'm, I'm on the third song I better hurry up because by the fourth song I have to be downstairs for breakfast you know or just little things right. like that just some cool ideas all embedded in a really funny story about summer camp so 
I love that. I mean, yeah. that's, you heard my alarm go off. That was the alarm for the <laughs> podcast, which I did not stop. And my kids are always making fun of these alarms because I have uh, yeah. millions of them going off all day long because if I don't have an alarm set, I don't do it. And yes. what's funny is, um, I don't know, June, if, if you knew I had a heart attack this past summer and yes. I, I've never been on drugs. I've never taken prescriptions. And now I, I do because I had a stent put in my heart. Uh, and it's funny because like this morning, I didn't take my morning medicine until like 11 o'clock because I got busy and I forgot. Uh, and my, my daughter's always going, mom, you set alarms for everything. Why don't you set an alarm for your medicine? I'm like, well, now that's a good idea. I yeah. should do that. <laughs> that alarm for important things. Yes. Exactly. I love it. So like those things. Mom's like, oh no, I'll remember because yes. I eat. No, but clearly I don't. So yes. Um, yes. yeah, importance that's of alarms. Awesome. I love the music. So, so Riley, let me ask you, are you in virtual school? Or are you in school now? Uh, well, our school has the option to be, you know, the kids get to pick whether they want to go in person or online. Um, and a good majority, most, more than half are online, um, but I prefer to be in person just because I feel like more eligible to pay attention and just helps me focus, you know, having the option to go up and talk to my teacher whether than, rather than having to sit in my room and at a computer all day. It's just more, it's better for, I guess, me. And I know a lot of kids with ADHD prefer going in person, um, but yeah, it's a lot, lot nicer. And our school's doing a really impressive job of, you know, with pandemic and everything going on, uh, keeping everyone separated. So, yeah. Yeah, my, my grandkids, two of my grandkids have been with me for this, their second week. And this week they're, they're back in school, but they're actually one of the few that aren't going to school. They're, they're doing their home learning. So, um, so I'm guessing by what you just said that you prefer with ADD, with ADHD to be in school. It helps you stay on task better than if you're home. Oh yeah, but absolutely. You were home. What did you, what did you find one of your best ways of staying on task with school when you were home learning virtually? Uh, well, when the pandemic uh, first started, we were forced to be home. Uh, and I think it was just new for everyone. They were still trying to figure out all the, you know, online classes thing and assigning homework. So they definitely took it easy on all the students. But when we came back at the first year, uh, what really helped me like stay focused was, well, yeah, I use lists for one. Like <laughs> I made lists of <laughs> all the stuff I had to, had to do in all my classes and just stay focused. Um, one of the things um, are that ahead. the kids, when they are on the computer, um, they have the computer and they have little tabs that have their assignments. And one of the things that I found with my, I have an elementary kid, a middle school kid, and then Riley's in high school. And I found that a lot of people are like, no, this is going to be so easy for the kids because it's just this little tab and they push down it and it's got all these assignments. But then we found that teachers were like, yeah, there's a little assignment tab, but then you go into like this other tab and there's another assignment for this. And there were just 
assignments everywhere, especially for my middle schooler. And so we found that even with them, they had to get that agenda book or make a list because we were getting lost with all the assignments, which a lot of people were like, no, it's going to be so much easier for kids because it's all on this tab. And I will say my elementary kid, his teacher did a great job keeping it all on one tab, one assignment, and he did fine. But my middle schooler and Riley um, in high school, the teachers used a lot of different tabs, a lot of different areas, and it was overwhelming for them and me as a parent to even try to keep up. So they, so both of our kids, Riley and Lawson, are in middle school. They had to get that agenda book and start writing those assignments down because it was overwhelming. That's another yeah, reason I, why I, I agree. Um, I, go ahead, honey. That's another reason why I like in person because the teachers will give you the assignments rather than you having to go find them. And uh, in high school, we use a lot of different websites and sources and stuff like that. So um keeping up with all of that instead of because they're not able to upload those all onto one page so just you know it it helps to definitely like write those down and keep track of what you're supposed to do mm -hmm. but yeah and then we also had to use the kids had to use the timers as well you're going to tell her how because a lot of times the teachers might finish their class early and so when you're not in school you know it's not like the bell rings and then you go to your next class like they're like okay we're gonna some a lot of times they're like we're gonna go ahead and just finish class early and out the teacher would stay online and say you're i'm here if you need me but then my kids even my elementary kid who was in third grade was responsible for making sure he was back in front of that computer at a certain time. And so, and for me as a mom, it got overwhelming because I would have, Riley was like, I need to be back on at 10 and lost him. It's like, I need to be back on at 10, 10. And McGuire's like, I have until 10 30, you know, and so I was like, I, there's no way that I can give up. So all three of my kids really had to utilize setting those timers. Um, they got watches that um, will go off like Riley and Lawson, they don't go anywhere without a watch with a um without a timer. I haven't been able to live without a watch since sixth grade. I'm <laughs> not even kidding. If I don't if I go to school without a watch, I am panicked the entire day. <laughs> I rarely take it off ever. So these have these these superpowers are definitely huge, even helping children with, you know, having to adjust to these to remote remote learning. But even if they weren't in remote learning, they're just important, even if they were doing regular everyday school, you know, and and just like you said, when we get older, these are such awesome tools. I make lists all the time. And I just like you and Riley were talking about me and I feel so awesome when I check everything off my list, like I'm ready for a party, you know? Um, and then with, um, with timers, I think one thing that we see kids being um they're just, they just have so a lot more on them with technology with what all is expected of them and a lot of times adults will be like i didn't start feeling overwhelmed like this until i actually got older they didn't feel it as a child but i feel like we're having to put so much more on our children and them having to be responsible for stuff that they didn't used to be that they are already feeling this at an early age and feeling that stress and feeling that anxiety that maybe years ago they didn't feel quite as much because I think some things technology is a wonderful thing but it also has added a lot of responsibility to children and a lot and on top of responsibility it's added a ton of distractions for our children and so Absolutely. we have to give them skills and we have to teach them like my kids they even use um, timers for when they're on their electronics and we've had a conversation of hey look I think playing games and video games I know that's part of your world and I know that is so much fun but there's a time limit because right. I I want, I don't want you on this all the time. It's not healthy for you. And, you know, and I said, so we're going to, this is your time limit. So my boys even set, um, 
Riley doesn't do quite as many video games as her little brothers, but they set a little timer. And when the timer goes off, they know, okay, my time is done. So just, you know, even using time, that kind of stuff, just to help your kids navigate um, you know, hey, th th this has been enough. And even as adults, like my husband even sets timers for himself because he loves to play the games or he's, yes. or, you know, or I've even had friends that are like, they get stuck on Facebook all the time. And they're like, I don't even realize how much time I waste on this. And they've even set timers on their phone just to say, hey, time's up. Like you've spent, you know, 45 minutes yes. go do something else. So, and you know, when, when you talk to time management experts and they talk about setting up a schedule, they always say your schedule includes start times and end times. Mm -hmm. When you are working on a task, there is a start time and there is an end time. Don't mm -hmm. just make a schedule where, okay, I'm going to do this at 12. I'm going to do this at one. I'm going to do this and blah, 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 on and on and on. Mm -hmm. Every slot is a start and an end. And that's when they're coaching adults. So it's just as important for kids. You know, I always use the example of my son who is, is a gamer. You know, he's 32 years old. He's been oh. gaming since he was born, I think. And, <laughs> you know, but he always had boundaries and limits always, you know, mm -hmm. was not allowed to video game his whole life, but mm -hmm. video gaming was his life and his passion. And he loved it. And he got a college degree in it. And he went to work for one of the biggest video game companies. And he met his wife, who was also his copy in a female version of video game land. And they, <laughs> they like live, they don't have kids, they have cats and video games. I you love know, it. Like, <laughs> I, I strive for that kind of relationship. <laughs> people people like, are like, oh, I wish I had a PS5. They have two of them. One for him and one for her. I you love know, it. It's like, that's their whole world. And, awesome. and it's not that I ever belittled it and I never criticized or judged it. I went into his world to learn about what he loved about a particular game. And, you know, and he was responsible for buying all his consoles. He had, you know, to pay, we'd buy games, but the consoles he had, and he always had three or four of them, he paid for his whole childhood. And, you know, that was just his thing, but it wasn't 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And he had to get off of them and he had to go outside and play and he had to do his schoolwork and, he, you know, and, but the thing is timers were a big part of that. You know, you know, this is what you get. You get to play outside for this amount of time. You get to play video games for this amount of time. You get to do your homework for this amount of time. We're eating, eating is part of the life, you know, and, and family time. And, you know, and so you have to find balance, but you also have to understand that a schedule, a working good schedule includes start time and end times. And that's so important. And and alarms on your phone. They alarms on my phone. Thank thank God for alarms on my phone. Absolutely. Because <laughs> yeah, I would it. never make anything. I would be if it's not there, I'm missing it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I remember yeah. even as a kid, um, like in elementary school, I had already kind of figured out the whole schedule making thing. And on whenever we had field field uh field trips that was like the biggest day of the year for any kid everyone was like looking forward to it they had everything packed and I remember like the night before some of those field trips I would get out a list and be like okay here's my morning schedule for the little time I have I'm gonna have a I'm gonna first wake up at like six o'clock in the morning and then make my bed and then get my clothes on and then pick up my like it, it was right it the was whole routines I would say you okay. structure the routines morning, afternoon, evening, and they're built into your schedules. 
You know, mm -hmm. your routines yeah. are micromanaged. Your schedule is bigger, micro, macro, whatever. Yeah. Routines <laughs> yeah. are little parts of the bigger picture. And, nice. and by the way, Riley, you would love what his wife does because his wife, he's like the video game designer. His wife, she's an artist and she does all the package designing for these video oh, games. Oh, wow. That is so oh, cool. And the marketing and you would yeah, love that cool. I actually take a class in high school. They offer an animation class and almost like a, a computer design thing where we, uh, you can upload your art into the computer. And I use that those skills I learned in that class to actually, you know, make these pictures. Um, but we can also program games, like we're learning different coding, stuff like that. It's just really cool to do, but that sounds awesome. <laughs> so fun. So fun. Well, well, it's just wonderful. Well, so the big question is, of course, where do our listeners go to find your, your book and upcoming books? Because mm -hmm. You know, I know everyone that reads them is going to love them. Oh, thank you so much. Well, you can go to our website, juneacres.com, and you can order them there. And if you order from our website, Riley and I actually will even sign them and send them to your home. Or they are also available on Amazon, uh, any local bookstore. Um, you, I mean, uh, you probably have to order online because uh, they are a new book and um, we uh, so that is, you probably have to get it, but they're like Walmart, Target, you can order them through any, any of those sites as well. And then we don't know when for sure this summer book is coming out because you, as you, you were an author too, you just, you don't really know all the deadlines yet until it gets closer, but it will be coming out this summer. And so um, you can subscribe to our website, juneacres.com, and we can let you know when the new book is going to be available. And we also have a YouTube channel that my little boy lost and was like, mom, you'll have to do a YouTube channel. Kids love YouTube channels. So we did a YouTube channel for her brother Lawson and we have, um, Riley does a magic show and she also reads um, a chapter and I read a chapter of the Riley Madison book and that is at um, Riley Madison Books. Um, and that's the YouTube channel, Riley Madison Books. That's where you can find those. So yes, so that's, that's oh, and another thing. It. I went on um, the, we also, this is an award-winning book now. It, it won the gold of mother mom's choice award. And Yay. then it also is up for an award with the publishing company that I went with. We, um, it's up with all with the children's it's in the, a nom it was nominated for one of the children's book awards. Um, that's a global worldwide award that we're really excited about as well. And that will be in October. We'll find out um, if it wins or not. But yeah, we're super excited about Congratulations. this. Congratulations. That's great, so awesome. I'm great really, feedback. That's, that's great. And, and you. you know, what's good about your other books not out yet, this gives a chance for everybody to read the first book. So, Absolutely. Uh, yes. so, you know, that's fine. Read the first book. And then by the time you're done reading that, and I'm sure you're going to read it over and over again, the second book <laughs> will be out. So super excited to read it. And, um, and in fact, guys, on my story time, I'm pumped up parenting yes. in the Facebook group. Uh, Miss Riley herself and Miss June, her mommy, are going <laughs> to be reading a couple chapters, I think it is, out yeah. of the Riley Madison book that is published now. So you guys yeah. can get a little intro into it. And when are we doing that? I should have looked before this I, podcast, but you know, I have ADD and I didn't think about it. 
So, <laughs> but we're we're doing it. I believe it's it. uh, April sixteenth is April sixteenth. I believe it's that. Yeah, Friday. I think you're right. April sixteenth, mm -hmm. and that your um your story time is at seven o'clock, right? Seven p.m. Right. Yes. And so I will also put in the links of the description of this podcast. I uh -huh. will put in the links to everything so you guys can grab your hopefully signed copy of yeah. Riley Madison or just go on and buy gifts for people because what a great gift. Give oh, it as gifts. <laughs> I love books are my favorite gift Me because too. you know why? Everybody's <laughs> happy to receive a book and no one returns them. You know? <laughs> That's so true. That yeah, true. They don't. People so do not return books. <laughs> and even if you get a duplicate, Sometimes what happens with a duplicate is they'll re-gift the duplicate. So oh, yeah. even better, mm -hmm. spreading the joy, paying it forward. I love it. Absolutely. Read more. So yes. guys, it has yeah. been an absolute pleasure. Riley, a pleasure to meet you. You know, you do. I, I'm I'm excited to see all your beautiful illustrations now and in the future. And uh June, always good to see you and yes, talk to you. you. And I thank you for being on and sharing with. Uh, our listeners. Riley, do you have any last tips that you would like to tell our listeners when helping <laughs> them with their children, their teenagers that are now in high school? Anything you just like a mom or dad to know about what you think about and your friends think about as a teenager? Uh, <laughs> I know well, I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> it's okay. Floor down um, anything. <laughs> yes, basic life skills are like very important. Um, times have, you know, are definitely changing. And like my mom and stuff are saying, like sometimes we really, kids, like younger kids especially, really don't know the basic skills that I guess parents sometimes expect them to know and they're, you know, doing that. So, but, you know, just like having a good relationship with your kid and, you know, uh, I'm saying, you know, not a lot. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's all right. Say you know as many times as you want. <laughs> um, but yes, just listening and communicating and understanding. Just trying to help them as best you can. Uh, it makes life a lot easier for both sides. So, Absolutely. Listen and communicate. Listen, be a good listener. Good listeners are great communicators. So I love that. Thank you for your wisdom. Any last <laughs> words from you, Mommy? Oh my goodness. Uh, that, <laughs> she just said, oh, she's always got lots of words. Whatever. I'm your mom. I'm supposed to be. I'm communicating with you. Oh, uh, no. You know, I just, I'll just leave it with, you know, hopefully all of everybody will keep on reading good books because it, oh my goodness, reading just opens doors to so many things. They, reading, even, uh, you know, they've done statistics on children that read and how much better they do in life just by reading any books. Just reading is just, it's a big deal to get your kids to love reading and sometimes it takes time Riley and I have even talked about that before I didn't really enjoy reading in elementary school and she didn't either uh, even though I gave her tons of books and we read a lot she just really didn't catch that fever until what, you said sixth grade for you or it was around sixth, sixth grade, grade and I couldn't stop reading I would yeah. get in trouble so many times by my teachers they're like Riley put your book down we, like, Sorry, we have to ground her from books I never thought that would happen <laughs> we're like put the book down and get some work done um, and that was the same for me like I did not become a big reader reader until sixth grade. It took me a while, but um, my mom kept putting books in my hands and kept encouraging me to read, but it, it took a while. But now that's my favorite 
thing to do is I love to just get lost in a book. It's like stress reliever for me. And it's good for Riley when she's feeling overwhelmed. She just loves to go and get lost in a book too. And so, you know, just keep on, even if your kids are like, I don't like to read. Hey, don't give up on them. You know, reading is just such a wonderful and powerful thing for kids. So just keep on encouraging those kids to read and learn those superpowers. So yes, I, I so agree. And reading just gives you so much brain power and you know i and language power you know we yes. ask parents that are like their kids aren't talking at early ages and my first question is do you read to them mm-hmm, and their usual answer is no or sometimes mm-hmm. you know read more guys read to yes. your kids and let them read anything when we were kids we read a lot of comic books we love superheroes i still love superheroes <laughs> and you know, that's still reading. Don't criticize what their passion is. Don't criticize what they're reading. Just encourage them to read. Have magazines about things they love. They love nature. You know, Ranger Rick and other nature magazines are out there and you know, wrestling, whatever, whatever they are interested in, get it something that's in book form or magazine form and encourage them to look through it, read it and read it with them. No, they're not. And actually, that's one of the gifts that my mom and your Nana or my mother in law (laughs) did this year that for the kids, they get them magazines that they get once a month. And so it's kind of like they get keep getting a gift all year long. And of course, I love that it's reading, but it's different magazines that my kids love. Like one loves baseball, one loves um, one's like this uh, uh, animal one, like a science one, one's like a Christian one that has um, little devotions about Bible stories. So, and the kids absolutely love it. And and, you know, with the magazines too, those are short little things that they're like, sometimes kids don't love the overwhelmingness of a big book. They just like right. the short little things. So magazines are a great place to start. Yeah, so exactly. Harry Potter books were such a big deal. If you read a Harry Potter book in elementary school, you were the coolest kid ever. I ended up reading the whole series in like four days. When you she got older. older. No, no, no. I wasn't until when she got older. When I got older. Yeah. So don't give up. Keep giving those kids, um, you know, reading material. Exactly. Like I said, even for me and Riley, it took us till sixth grade to fall in love with reading. And then now it's hard to take a book out of her hand or my hand. So my yeah. husband's like, are you reading? Oh, no. <laughs> like, and when you send magazines, kids love to get mail too. They love oh, to get mail. Yes, yes they do. You know, that's their own mail. So super Absolutely. cool. Yes. Well, guys, thank you so much for being on with me. I'm really grateful that you joined this podcast. And I'm super grateful that you guys are going to read your book on story time. So yes. listeners, if you are not on Pumped Up Parenting on Facebook, or you don't go to the YouTube channel at Pumped Up Parenting with Celia Kibler, you're going to miss awesome story time with me, my sister, and with Miss Riley Madison and her mom. So I strongly encourage you to join the Pumped Up Parenting group on Facebook as well as YouTube and check out Riley Madison's YouTube channel as well, which is Riley Madison Books. So check it out. All the links will be in the description. And guys, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having us. My pleasure. And as always, to all my listeners, if you need help, reach out. But I'm here to wish you your days filled with peace, love, tons of laughter, because it really is the best medicine. And I'll see you here next time on Pumped Up Parenting. Bye-bye, everyone.
Thank you for listening to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast and being a part of my mission to stop a million parents from yelling at their kids. Be sure to head over to pumpeduparenting.com and grab your free copy of the Patience Playbook. Wishing there was a manual for your toddler? Well, great news. Now there is. Pick up your copy of Raising Happy Toddlers, How to Build Great Parenting Skills, and Stop Yelling at Your Kids, plus my three new children's books at celiasbooks.com. That's celiasbooks.com. If you're loving this podcast, please feel free to share it with your friends and pay it forward. And also leave a review so I know who you are and can thank you personally. Tune in next time for more tips, advice, and strategies as you continue to pump up your parenting and create childhoods that everyone in your family can blossom from. Have yourself a really happy, fun day. Bye-bye.